0: bamboozled, led astray, run amok, and flat out deceived by Phil Jackson and the New York Knicks. I'm talking to God himself. I need prayer. I need my prayers answered for just once. Please. 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 Just one time when it comes to these Knicks. You're going to tell me that James Dolan is going to sit up there and, dispend- and and just descend his grace upon us? Am I supposed to believe this? The man who was who was born on third base, headed home, who epitomizes the silver spoon, the proverbial silver spoon in the mouth. The man who runs the Knicks and the Rangers and evidently has been living tax-free all of these years in Madison Square Garden. Costing the city. Oh, nearly 50 million a year. That guy, James Dolan. Now let me get to Phil Jackson. He is an absolute disgrace. He needs to get the hell out of New York City big time, quick, fast, and in a hurry.
1: over his box, a box of chocolates. Would I know to stay away? What oh, said Hand over his box, a box of chocolates. Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe, that means I have half a mind to stay.
2: It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. And Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And we're going to talk about the cheese book. I've been talking about it for a bit for the last few weeks or so. This is a book made partially of cheese, real cheese, or at least real American cheese, as the case may be. I got to talk to the author... Of the book last weekend, and so we're going to hear part of that conversation in just a moment on this here show. But first, a little bit of world news tariffs on products from the European Union go into effect tomorrow. Some of the items are European food. CNBC says they include Italian cheeses, French wines, Spanish olives, and Scotch whiskies. American importers will pay up to 25% more for the targeted items. The Greek agriculture minister has spent months lobbying U.S. officials to exempt Greek products from the expected tariffs. He was happy that his company's olives and his country's olives and olive oils did not appear on the final U.S. government list. But he said even if olive oil is exempted, peaches are not and some Greek cheeses are not. So in that sense, in trying to deal with the issue, the EU all have a common interest. So back to the uh, Scotch whiskey, though. Scotch whiskey is subject to tariffs. Scotch is whiskey made in Scotland. Bourbon is whiskey made in the USA, generally Kentucky. Scotch is made mostly from malted barley, while bourbon is distilled from corn. This has all retroactively got to Gene Simmons. No, not that Gene Simmons.
3: gal, it couldn't be true Spent all my money and left me so blue Tried to tell her she was doing me wrong leave old daddy over here all alone Someday, honey, you'll understand How to appreciate a real true man Yeah! Drinkin' scotch, bourbon too Runnin' round, that's all you'll ever do Hold my hand, say I'm your man I love you, baby Can't you understand? Well, I saw you running around the other night. Eyes bugged out and you looked like it's tight. Guy you was with, he looked real mean. Kind of fella I'd never seen. Lights in the joint was turned down low. I heard you whisper, you're my daddy old.
4: Drenching scotch,
3: bourbon too. Running around, that's all you ever do. Hold my hand, say I'm your man. I love you baby, can't you understand? All oh, that's true now. Close to you, sipping long slow on my bottle of brew. Jude box is playing a sad, sad song, entitled Baby, You Are Doing Me Wrong. I left the joint walking slowly home, heard a voice say a gal's done wrong. if she comes and knocking on my door, she'll find me reaching for my old 44. Yep, drinking scotch, bourbon too, running round, that's all you'll ever do. Hold my hand, say I'm your man. I love you, baby, can't you understand? I love you, baby Can't you
5: understand?
2: That was Gene Simmons, not that Gene Simmons. I wonder if he ever goes by that on his business card. I'm Gene Simmons, not that Gene Simmons. That was Drinkin' Scotch from 1955. He recorded for the Sun Records label with Sam Phillips over there in Nashville. Somebody named Elvis something also did that, and we're going to hear another folk, fellows, some other fellows and folk from the Sun Records label later on this show, maybe because I wish there was more sunshine right now. We had some earlier. Well, there's a little sunshine. Anyway, just to hope for lots of sunshine through the winter, somehow with just enough snow that it only lands on the lawns. I'm getting way ahead of myself. That means it must be Pandora's Lunchbox. I must be Mike. Now, we're going to make a careful segue from talk of tariffs to the cheese book. U.S. consumers have been stockpiling up on Italian parmesan cheese ahead of the increase in tariffs expected tomorrow. An Italian agricultural lobby said sales have skyrocketed by more than 200% for Parmigiano-Reggiano and Grana-Padano, aged cheeses defined by their territory of origin. The president of a cheese consortium says the tariffs threaten the economic health of more than 300 small producers in the area around Parma. There's much to be read about that. We'll have to see what happens after this week. Meanwhile, some happiness now. There is a book with the words 20 slices on the cover. It's a normally bound book on the outside. It kind of looks like a block of cheese. Inside, as it turns out, are slices of cheese. All of the Quote, pages, unquote, are slices of American cheese wrapped in plastic. And it lives in the U of M Art and Architecture and Engineering Library. But the fellow who created the book is not from around here, but I got an opportunity to speak to him. He was in Ann Arbor last weekend at the Ways Goose Festival at the Ann Arbor District Library. Our conversation went a little something like this.
6: Hey, yeah. um, my name is Ben Denzer. I do a bunch of things surrounding books, I design book covers, I do illustrations and edit, editorial illustrations around books, I make books by hand, I run the small artist press called Catalog Press, and I put ice cream on books um, on Instagram at Ice Cream Books. Literally at Ice Cream on Books? Yes, literally um, putting ice cream on books, in books, sometimes putting the books on the ice cream, and then photographing them um, and sharing results. Wow. Uh, So, books a la mode. Yeah,
2: exactly. Or a new mode, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, another thing of interest, this being a food show, uh, was a certain book. Uh, I'm going to just let you describe it. Let's just say it's sitting in front of us and somebody is, say, listening on the radio and they can't see it, but you want to take them walking towards the
6: book and go from there. What do you think? Yes, this is a book that's um, kind of square in format. It's uh, yellow and on the cover it says 20 slices, on the spine it says American cheese, and the book is actually a bound um, American cheese, so American cheese individually wrapped, you know, as you'd buy it in a supermarket in a pack of 16 or say, um, in plastic, um, so this book is 20 of those slice- slices bound together as a book. So what would look like an ordinary book, you open it up and there are 20 slices of cheese. Yes, and it also um, smells a little bit better than an ordinary book. (laughs) There you go.
2: Now, I'm going to let you guess what the most common question is from people when I tell them about the book. Um,
6: Is it really cheese, or is it moldy, or... Actually, the most common question I've had is, is there any writing or any printing on the cheese? Oh, interesting. Um, No, it's just straight-up American cheese, not tampered with. There you go.
2: Now, um, I guess the good question is, uh, what occurred to you that would lead you
6: to make a book made of cheese, at least on the inside? Um, I'm interested in books as both um, these sculptural objects and as these dense containers for content. And, you know, I'm interested in what is a book, and I was going through the supermarket one day and saw a pack of American cheese and thought, you know, what makes that different from a stack of paper that's bound together? Um, So I went ahead and made it into a book.
2: And how many did you make? It's an addition of 10.
6: And now the University of
2: Michigan has one.
6: Yes, they do. Um, and they just got a little mini-fridge for it, or mini-fridge, yeah, not not a freezer. Um, it might not be technically called a fridge. I think it's a cooler, a mini-cooler.
2: And also you have some other items. Actually, we're sort of going back in time now for our Thursday listeners. We're We've gone back in time to the previous weekend we are... Or were hmm, at the Ways Goose Festival at the Ann Arbor District Library where you had
6: slash have other items on the table like what? Um, like a book of um, bound dollar bills, so a book that's 200 bound dollar bills, a book that's four flip books um, kind of inceptioned into one another. Um, so it's a flip book within a flip book within a flip book uh, within a flip book. I may have gotten the number of flip books wrong there. Uh, another book is a Boarhead short story, which is one word per page, um, a book of napkins from the Plaza Hotel, a book of... The Plaza Hotel, the
2: famous one of uh, Neil Simon, a uh, yes, yes. screenwriter, uh, not screenwriter, a uh, uh, playwright fame.
6: Exactly. Yep. And uh, like a book of 20 Splendid Sweeteners as well. Okay.
2: 20 Splendid Sweeteners and you have uh, a jacket for books. Not the usual kind though.
6: I do. I have an inflatable book jacket, um, which allows you to have your book float in the pool or the bath or here in Michigan, the lake. Um, and I've set up a little inflatable kiddie pool in the Whiz, Whiz Goose um, fair area so people can test out this floating device. So if you weren't at the Ann Arbor District Library
2: downtown branch last week, you missed seeing the kiddie pool in the library.
6: That's right. Um, But you can still get your inflatable book jacket if you're interested. Um, If you go to catalogpress.org, you can click the buy button, and they're sold at urbanoutfits.com.
2: Catalogpress.org. That's Ben Denzer talking about the cheese book. Is it called the cheese book? Is it called 20 Slices? Is it called American Cheese? The pages are American Cheese. We'll be back... In that important conversation, in just a moment, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And speaking of going back in time, as we just did to last week, starting going forward now to 7 p.m. tonight, you're going to go even farther back in time. Got that? At seven o'clock, it's Face the Music with Arwolf, all wonderful, fantastic songs from 1949. An hour of 1949ness for you. That'll be absolutely wonderful. You know, Arrwolf picks them like nobody else picks them, so do not miss Face the Music at 7. And now let's go back in time, not as far as 1949, but last weekend. Let's do that next. When I thought about the cheese book, it struck me as being kind of like one of those weird mundane dreams
6: we have. Uh What are your thoughts (laughs) on that? That's great, yeah. I love people's responses to it. What are some other responses you've had? Um... Some people say, you know, is it a book? Is it not a book? Some people, people's responses are mostly around kind of preserving it and wondering, like, where do you keep it? Do you keep it in the fridge? And then when I tell them that American cheese, you know, is basically shelf stable, um, it makes people not really want to eat American cheese anymore. <laughs> I guess I've never wanted to gnaw on uh, book pages, so I guess not.
2: But, uh, and I do hear some people say, is it even cheese?
6: It is. Oh, it's. I'm not actually. Sh- I mean, they call it American cheese, so legally they've cleared some hurdle, you yeah. know, to be able to do that. Um, but that's up for debate, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything uh, in the future planned that
2: you can reveal, or not at the moment? Not, not that I can reveal.
6: Just some interesting things you've created. And uh, what are some other thoughts you might have? Any, any other thoughts? I'm just really happy to be here. This is my first time in Ann Arbor. Um, and this festival's been great. The talks have all been great. Um, and it's just great being in a room with all these other people who are making things, getting to talk to each of them and see the things that they've produced. Cool. Okay, one
2: quick question now I just thought of. Yeah.
6: How do you actually mechanically produce a book with cheese as the pages? So the, page, the cheese is wrapped um, in plastic, kind of very close to the actual cheese itself. And so I use uh, kind of... A strong glue that adheres to plastic, but is still a little bit flexible, to glue the spines together, to glue the slices together in a essentially a perfect binding.
2: And which came first, the cheese or the book? As the saying goes.
6: It's a great question. Not sure we'll ever know. Ooh. Well, on that note, thank you, Ben Denzer. Great. Thank you so much. And uh, this
2: is Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor.
5: I was sitting in a bar, tired as a bat. But I walked to me And old alley cat. looked at me and said, "My son, cheese and crackers, anyone?" I said, "No." Him in the bed. The doctor looked at him, and this is what he said: uh, Cheese and crackers, anyone? I said no. I don't like don't Still at home, that's before I started to roam. Every time the dinner bell, I could hear my daddy. Ella, cheese and crackers, anyone? I said, No, uh-uh. I don't like them. Oh, crackers, anyone?
2: He doesn't like like them. Roscoe Gordon, cheese and crackers from 1956. Maybe he hasn't tried cheese, book, and crackers. That's my serving suggestion for the evening. This is Pandora's lunchbox. That Roscoe Gordon there had a number of big R&B hits in the early 50s, including one with the remarkable title "Saddled a Cow, Milk a Horse. I have to find that one and play that one. In the mid-50s, he seemed to have run out of hits, but he recorded some great songs with Sam Phillips on Sun Records. One of them was called The Chicken. He performed it in the movie Rock Baby Rocket with its pet rooster sitting on the piano but we just heard Cheese and Crackers on Sun Records. Roscoe Gordon said of Sam Phillips, I learned from the man. I learned never do a tune you can't follow up. He'd say, why are you going to do Cheese and Crackers? What are you going to do after the Cheese and Crackers? Cornbread? Biscuits? I don't know. Sounds good to me. Speaking of cheese, let's go back to the cheese book, which is just sitting there waiting for us to talk about it. It just wants our attention Earlier this year, I talked to Jamie Vanderbrook. She's a librarian at the University of Michigan. Among the many hats she wears, she buys artists' books for special collections at the Art, Architecture, and Engineering Library. She ordered the cheese book for the library. Let's go back in time again to June and hear part of that chat with Jamie Vanderbrook.
1: So I order artists' books for the library. There's one other person who does that as well, so she and I split that task, and um, one way that we get artist books is that artists directly contact us and tell us about their work. So last summer, actually another thing on the table is an inflatable jacket for a book so that you can read it in the pool. Um, the artist who made this book, he sent me an email um, and said, I'd like to send you an inflatable book jacket. Would you like one? And by the way, I make these books. And I read through the list of books and I saw this book Made of cheese, and I thought, oh my gosh, we definitely have to get that.
2: <laughs> what were you hoping to achieve having a, a cheese book in the library?
1: So, what I do with these artist books, besides you know acquiring them and you know helping them on their way to sitting on the shelf, is show them mostly to students. Although, you know, at the University of Michigan's public entity, so anyone can come see the cheese book, and compared to most of our artist books, it's seen the most visitors from. Um, beyond campus, which is awesome. But basically just that, like I I wanted something that would inspire people to think a lot about the form of a book, which is sometimes kind of a boring thing to do, but it can also be an exciting thing to do. Um, But it just comes naturally, like people get, sometimes people get upset about the cheese book. Um, And so evoking strong emotions is kind of like a good place to start if you're trying to get people excited about a collection. Uh, one thing that I thought initially was interesting is that, like, every single person who touches a book at the library before it gets to the shelf, like, it has to uh, it has to be ordered, it has to arrive, it has to be unpacked and catalogued. Everyone kind of freaked out a little bit. So, you know, when I wanted to order it, they were like, really, like, what is this we're ordering? And then when it finally came, people were, like, freaked out about whether it should go in the fridge. Um, and then the cataloger had to think about, like, what is it about? Because that's normally what you do when you catalog a book. Like you, you want to communicate to the world what this thing is about so other people can find it again. But like, what is a book of cheese with no words about? So he had he had a lot of fun thinking about that and like his, his thinking about that and the other um, cataloging person they did some posting online and all of a sudden people were posting about it um, in something that's called Librarian Twitter. Which is basically just librarians who talk to each other a lot on Twitter. Um, and then from there, it kind of, more people started to talk about it, and more libraries started to order it.
2: There it is Cheese Book. Ten of them were made. There's one at the University of Michigan. There are some perhaps at other libraries too. It's created by Ben Denzer. Now you know all about the book that has cheese on the inside. No printing on it, just cheese. It's a book. Is it? The book. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. Actually, it still is. We've got seven minutes till seven, and then we'll go back in time to 1949. But first, let's talk about the present and the future. Here's a question. Speaking of cheese, what kind of cheese can be fried? According to cheese.com, which I consult regularly, cheeses such as queso blanco, Halloumi and paneer have a high melting point that makes them suitable to grill or fry. The cheese melts slightly, but largely retains its shape when grilled or pan-fried. Keep that in mind when you hear this song by Carl Perkins.
4: He reached in his pocket and he flashed a quad and hollered, Rave on children, I'm with you. Rave on cats, he cried. It's almost dawn and the cops are gone. And let's all get Dixie right. Now Dan got happy and he started rave. He jerked out his razor, but he wasn't shave. And all the cats knew to jump and hop, leave a born and raid in a. Put your sharpie holler, Rave on, children, I'm with ya. Rave on, cats will cry. It's almost dawn and the cops are gone. Let's all get Dixie fried. The cops heard Dan when he started to shout. They all ran in to see what it was about And I heard him holler when they let him away He turned his head and this is what he had to say Holler, rave on children, I'm with you Rave on cats she cry It's almost dawn and the cops are gone Let's all get Dixie cried All. He let us all know he wasn't scared of the law And through the black cross bar, he tossed a note to his dick I said it ain't my fault, hun, that I'm in here But hollering, rave on I'm with you Rave on Cat, she cried It's almost dawn and the cops ain't gone And I've been Dixie Pride.
2: It's Pandora's Lunchbox. That was Dixie Fried. A poor excuse to talk about fried cheese, but I don't care. Yeah, Carl Perkins, Dixie Fried. Let's wrap it up with one food event coming up. The On Sunday the 20th, that's this Sunday, the third annual Chili Cook-Off to benefit veterans and those with disabilities will be at the BRAG Events Center, which is at 379 Little Lake Drive in Ann Arbor. Sample some of the best chili around. It says here with live music by the Blu-rays trio. Proceeds allow Michigan ability partners to break down barriers to stable housing and employment. More information at our website, wcbn.org slash events. This Sunday, 1230 p.m. to 330 p.m., the third annual Chili Cook-Off to benefit veterans and those with disabilities at the BRAG Event Center on... Little Lake Drive in Ann Arbor. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike. Thank you for letting me do that. Arwolf and Face the Music is next. All wonderful songs from 1949. Let's head out with one more song on the Sun Records label. This is Billy Riley and Got Your Water Boiling. It's time to get cooking, And it's always good news when there are 32 songs on the CD. Here is Cut 32, Got Your Water Boiling by Billy Riley. It's WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Keep on listening and never stop doing that.
5: Oh. Uh.
7: I'm not the one
1: WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Forty years of good audio hygiene.
3: Alan Ginsberg here, announcing that this is station WCBN, FM, Ann Arbor, your Dharmic free speech station.
7: Good evening. our Fair, with Face the Music. And it's 7 o'clock. That means it's time for a, another history lesson to prove to you once again that life is splendid. And that history is not boring or irrelevant. Of uh, an important note for you this evening, if you're accustomed to listening to this show on the uh, on the using a radio, the air signal at seven thirty is going to switch over to live narrated coverage of a sporting event. It's the only athletic uh, event. Of. Uh, preemption that this show will uh, experience and the listeners will experience uh, this semester I've been told by a very nice young man this evening so um, what what I would suggest is that uh, you get a, a computer I know you have a computer strapped to your leg right now as I'm talking to you and that means that you can still you can listen to this whole hour uh, and really the uh, all of the uh, the regular